I am Rami. And I'm Shannon. And this is Workplace Hugs. Workplace Hugs is a podcast where we talk about interesting things we've read or heard and how it relates to the workplace experience. Our goal here is really simple. We want to help everyone expand their workplace toolkit with a whole lot of empathy without a whole new degree. In order to do that, we're going to talk about these topics in different scenarios. First, we're going to hit it at a really high level. Make sure you understand the concept. Then we'll talk about specific examples or experiences of this concept. And lastly, we will share some tactical ways that you can bring this back into your very own workplace life. Rami, I hear that we are talking about birds today. Birds, <laughs> yes. Already the, fascinated. The title of today's episode is, What Type of Bird Are You? Um, so we're going to be talking about a book that I am so enamored with it is called when it's by daniel h pink Mm. i'm so uh enthralled by this book am i just using e adjectives to i'm so excited about this book (laughs) that we will be splitting up the book into two different uh podcast episodes so the first one is really about uh chronotypes Shannon, is that a word that you've heard before? I have never heard this word before. What the heck is a chronotype? So it's really, I'm going to give you the full definition and then I'm going to give you my lazy man's definition. But uh, a chronotype is a behavioral manifestation of underlying circadian rhythms of myriad physical processes. Yeah. As someone who's not a science person, I was just like, okay, tuned out after the word type. So it's like a type, like my Myers-Briggs type or my Enneagram type. It's another type. Yes. So at its most basic level, it's a person's propensity to sleep at a particular time during a 24-hour period. Okay. But the inverse of that is when you're most effective and when you get the most energy. So Basically, a chronotype is saying if you get your best sleep at this time of night, then you are at your peak energy during this time of the day. And so it's really about um, understanding what type of bird you are. There's three types, uh, which we'll get into in a second. And then how you then treat the three types of your day, which are wake up and build up to a peak. And then that's going to be your 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 well peak time so your highest energy but it's going to be the time where you can do your most analytical brain powered work uh-huh so really that like when you think about like focus time and like if i'm going to knock things out that's the time of the day that like you really want to like invest into your um really brain requiring projects yeah the next piece after your peak is going to be the trough, right? Like you're going to hit the high energy and then you're going to hit your low energy. That's really a time of day when you want to do paperwork, email. You just want things that are a little lower brain intensity required, but you want to maximize that energy level. And then the third part of it is the rebound. So I think of rebound as like the creative, I I say elastic brain time, but it's really where you, your brain is is able to, rather than like work on deep analytical things, it's able to kind of process bigger things and help you unpack things that may be more difficult for you to do uh-huh. uh, when your energy is really high. Because when your energy is high, your brain's probably running all over the place. But this is more of a, your brain's running a little bit slower, but it, it's able to go a little bit farther. It's more elastic. Oh, I like that analogy. Okay, so I just want to make sure that I'm getting everything that we've covered so far. 
in a nutshell, this bird book <laughs> is all about helping us understand how to optimize our work days based on exactly. what our energy levels are. Exactly. And there's three different kinds of birds that we can be. Yes. And they have different patterns of when we are at our peak, when we are at our trough, and when we're at, what was the third one? Rebound? Rebound. When rebound. we rebound. Okay. So different patterns based on peak, trough, rebound. Okay, now you know what I want to know next. What are the bird types? <laughs> okay, so two of them are very easy to understand, and the other one is kind of a catch-all. So the three types of birds are a lark, which is a morning bird. Uh-huh. So larks are the like the early bird. They're the ones who wake up early. Um, they get out of bed before 7. They will peak earlier in the morning. And then, so the typical pattern for a... So let's get through the birds. So there's larks. Those are morning people. Yeah. There are owls. The key adjective that always comes with owl is night. Night owl. And it's going to be because they're the ones peaking later at night, right? And so you've got the morning people, you've got the night people. And then the the biggest group of people is really in the middle. And they call those third birds, which is not a, a type of bird, but we've had our first bird and we had our second bird. So our third bird is literally a third bird. It's not a, (laughs) there's so many of them that they don't even get a bird name. They're just third. Exactly. (laughs) Which is its own thing. It's kind of nice. Those are the most common. So they're naturally inclined to wake up between eight and 10. They'll peak right before lunch and then trough right after Uh and then rebound in the late afternoon. And so, Shannon, my question for you is, what type of bird are you? Yeah, okay. So we've got the larks, the owls, and the third birds. Yes. I know for a fact I am not an owl. I think I used to be a lark before I had a child. And now that I have a child, I would say that I am a third bird. Third bird. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you are a little bit of warm-up time in the morning. Mm -hmm. You're really peaking like that late morning time yep and then you hit a trough right after lunch ish and then really that evening is your rebound time where your brain is like pretty elastic you can kind of be more creative yes that very much resonates with me rami what what is your bird type i am and always have been a lark they say that as you are a young child and and anyone who's had an infant or a very young child will tell you that their children are larks Mm. which is true. And then as you get into your teenage years, most people turn into owls, right? They want to sleep in. They want to work late. Yeah. And then they say owliness peaks around 22. In your mid to late 20s, you will could revert back to lark or you could start to ease into being a third bird. Yeah. And then they say towards the end of life, you actually become a lark again. Yeah, I could see that. Do we know any owls? I know I know my husband is an owl for sure. He my can stay up until wife is an owl. Okay. Okay. So we both have partners who are owls. So when you think about when I think about owls, I think about my wife, I think about your husband. It's the person who the morning is kind of rough cuz they're easing into things. So rough. <laughs> yes. So it's the drag them out of bed type of people. Yes. And then the afternoon like is when they're starting to like warm up. And then evening, when I see my wife at like six, seven, eight, she's somehow hitting a stride. 
where I am like really starting to like collapse and want to go to bed. But she's like, like that's when she hits her energy. I don't know where it comes from. And that's when she starts hitting. So if, if you feel like the morning is your time, lark. If you mm-hmm. feel like night is your time, owl. If you don't feel like either of those and you feel like you go through a normal day of energy, mm-hmm. kind of like Shannon, third bird. I like it. The big thing here is how do we start to apply the type of bird to how we plan our days? Yes. So knowing that most people are third birds, I think we start there. Third birds are people who are going to peak mid-morning, late morning, and then right at about lunch is where you're going to hit your trough. Yeah. And so what I would say is, as you think about your day, if you break it up into three things, if you think about like your analytical, your just like focus time, I think of analytical as like focus time, like these are the things I want to work on. I don't want to be distracted. Like really that pre pre lunch, post morning coffee time is Uh probably perfect for you. Uh Like put your time there. You can even be the type of person who comes in, checks emails right away to ease your brain into that peak. And then once you're there, like really use that time to focus. And then when you hit that trough, it's okay. I did my morning emails. I turned my emails off for two hours. I got really into the things that I had to do. And then now I'm maybe a hop back into my emails, clear those out after lunch, get a little bit of a head start for the next days. And then I would say that the end of the day is where you want to be using that, brain power for like creative elastic things. I think of this as, okay, we we want to do this big project, but I don't even know how to tackle that thing. Yeah. So I'm going to set aside an hour towards the end of my day when I know that like my brain is exhausted, but but can still work in these ways yep. to start to try and unpack that type of a big gargantuan task that maybe when I'm at my peak, I have too much energy and my brain just pops around and I can't really focus on that one thing. Yeah, yeah. So as a third bird, can I can I share like how, how I translate Please. this into my yes. work to my work situation? Hearing this concept for the first time. So for me, if I think about the first, the peak work should be where we need our most brain power, right? Mm-hmm. And like easing into our day. So I ease into my day. Rami... Rami is on the West Coast and I'm in Central Time Zone and he knows he has to wake up two hours earlier than me. But for whatever reason, it's still very tough for me to be on time for anything before 9 (laughs) a.m. So I think like this by its very definition just shows that I'm a third bird. So I really try to not have any commitments or obligations to other people, ideally before 10 or 11 a.m. most days, Mm -hmm. if I'm being honest. So I like to start easing into my day by doing my morning routine. Like I will go for a walk in the morning. I'll do my meditation, maybe my morning pages, get some admin stuff done around the house, if you will. Exactly. I actually take my client calls during maybe like peak into trough time. Mm -hmm. Because I find that if I'm bringing too much analytical energy into client environments, like I am seeing this is terrible, but let's, let's be really vulnerable and honest. When I come in with peak energy to a client situation, I'm like, it's a problem and I need to solve it. Versus Mm -hmm. when I come in with trough-like energy, there's just, it's more of like, I'm an open container ready to be a vessel for whatever they're bringing into the space. 
Totally. So it took me four years to get wise to that. I wish I would have read this book four years ago and it would have made so much more sense to me. So I use my time up until I take clients in the day to create content because that's the thing that's actually hard for me that I really need to think about. So like, what am I going to write in my newsletter? What am I going to write on Instagram? And then I take my trough time to take actual clients. Mm-hmm. And then my nighttime, I'm not really sure. My creative flexibility, that's more like family time for me. That's like play time for me. But play is creative, right? Yeah, it is creative. Or like sometimes I'll get a second wind and I'll want a little bit of extra time to do content. Like I can, that happened yesterday with Nate where I was like, hey, can I go sit on a picnic bench? I just got this great idea for this post that I want to do. Or thinking through like, yeah, relational issues or maybe responding to client emails at that time because I'll need to be creative or more flexible with how I'm communicating with them when I can't talk to them in person. What does your routine look like as a lark? So I think for me, it's that quiet time in the morning is when I can really just like focus and knock things out. I find that larks and me specifically, I love being in the office before anybody else is there. I won't touch my email. I will literally just get into my big projects that I need focus time on and really invest most of my time and energy into that right away. Like if I touch my email first, I know that I, I'm going to waste all of that like really hyper-focused energy mm. on just like clearing inbox. And at that point, like it won't, For me, I always look at it as it's two hours, three hours, whatever it is. Like the email will be just as urgent in three hours if I can get through these things, which are going to just sit on my brain and and I'm just going to focus on those things later. So So for me, it's I like to, as a lark, not check email right away, hop right into my big things as long as it's quiet. Right. And then I can focus on them. I can get them done. And then... When I'm hitting my trough, that's when I check my email. That's when I really like get into my day and and figure everything out and make sure everything feels good. And then my afternoon time is where I like to spend it on those big things. So we've had this big, I'm going to call it like a design thinking type group exercise that doing virtually is, is much more difficult. And so that was something I struggled with. And I kept setting aside time in the morning to work on it. And it just my brain just ran too many ways for me to like actually sit down and unpack it. So I set aside two different afternoons and it was finally like my brain was quiet enough to let me really get my hands deep into that idea and start to kind of move it around and figure out what the blocks were and, and start to put it in order for my brain to make sense. Yeah. I like that a lot. And that that was probably the thing that I struggled with when we were first starting about this concept is what's the difference of how I should use my peak time versus my rebound time? Mm-hmm. Because that distinction was a little bit tougher for me. And I think the way that I make it make sense in my head is like peak is when I'm at really high. For me, it's a buzzy energy of wanting yep. to do stuff, which mm-hmm. is making even more sense of like why I don't like to coach when I'm in that energy space. Because that's just yes. like I'm in a doing space when I need to be more of in a being space with clients. And so when I have a little bit less, it's not low, low energy, but less like the buzzy, 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 go, 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 be productive energy to just be with people. Totally. And I think that's where I say like for larks and third birds, it's it's the same general pattern, but it's going to happen earlier for larks because you're waking up earlier, right? Like Shannon may wake up at seven or eight. I may wake up at, at five or six. And so when I'm peaking, it's two or three hours before when Shannon would peak. But that's because I'm a lark. I wake up earlier. 
And then Shannon is the third bird. She wakes up a little later. But that same cadence is going to be happening for both of us. I think the difference is if you're an owl, you you might be able to do some of that analytical work in the morning since you're turning up, but you just won't be as focused as like a lark or a third bird. Mm-hmm. And everybody else, similar to you, like you'll hit your trough midday. So do your creative tasks morning into that time frame but your analytical work is going to be like after dinner yeah so like i think about nate oh this is fascinating nate my husband is an an owl for sure and he has a lot of meetings in the morning because that's more of his being space you know Mm -hmm. like he doesn't have to be like really firing analytically he just kind of gets he he does a lot of meetings with his team at that point because he can be more of in a being space with them and in a coaching space with them and then it's like at the very end of the day, I'll actually get annoyed with him because it'll be like, we got to go pick up our daughter. <laughs> and he'll be just hitting a stride on like a deck mm-hmm. that he's trying to finish or um, he doesn't do anything in Excel. He's he's not very much of a numbers person. But, you know, like what is more <laughs> yeah. analytical work for him? Totally. Oh, my God, this is making so much sense. This is fascinating. So I think it's it's such a basic thing. That when you think about it, and and Shannon, you and I can take a step back and say, okay, we know that we're different than our spouses. Yes. I don't think we knew why we were different than our spouses, but we know that you and I peak earlier in the day, and we know that they peak at night. Yep. So then going a little deeper and understanding our chronotypes, we go, oh, okay, it's because we're larks, we're third birds, they're owls. So how how do we plan our days, and how do they plan their days to be the most effective? And so... We've gone through larks. We've gone through third birds. The owls really is the inverse, right? Get in, check your email, do your creative elastic brain thinking in the morning. So as as Shannon's husband, Nate, does, like maybe that's when you do have your meetings because you're going to be the most um, malleable in that time frame and, and you're not going to be hyper-focused. Yep. And then as the day progresses, you're going to get um, to your rebound at the same time everybody hits it right around the lunchtime. And then your that trough. afternoon, or the trough, sorry. And then the rebound is really going to happen for you late afternoon into, or the peak is going to happen for you late afternoon into the evening when you're really starting to hit your stride. Yeah. So that's when you want to shift your like really high energy work into that late afternoon evening, which is the opposite of a lark. Yeah. Oh my God, Rami. Like, I think you just also helped me make sense of like a, a challenge in our marriage. <laughs> Uh-huh. So maybe this isn't just workplace hugs, but it's also marriage hugs to notice marriage the difference <laughs> between you and your spouse. Because I will want to just like go be in the park at night and Nate will be like, let's let's go do something as a family. Like, let's go golf. Let's go like play mini golf. Let's blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, huh? What? No. <laughs> but I never thought of it this way of like. His energy pattern versus mine in in that direct way. I knew he was a night owl and stayed mm-hmm. up later than me, but I didn't think about how that impacted what kinds of things he might like to do at certain days, uh, at certain times of day. And I think, too, it's it's interesting to think about, like, when you have a child or, or a pet or something and, and you're raising it with a person who's the opposite of you, right? Like, it's much easier for me to wake up 
and start the day with the kid, Mm -hmm. it's much easier for my wife to end the day with the kid. Like Mm -hmm. that's when she's got her energy and that's when I've got my energy. And, and honestly, I like that because if we were both morning, by the time we'd get to the evening, it would be like, uh, which one of us is doing this? Like, how do we do this thing? Yes. Where it's like, oh, she's got the energy. Like you go do that. Or I wake up, you go back to sleep. I'll, I'll use my energy now. So I think understanding that about yourself and understanding that about your partner, I think is really important and can really help you maximize the, the natural rhythms that our bodies have. Yeah. And next week in the, in part two of this book talk, we're going to talk more about how to do it in the workplace, like how to think about interacting with. Exactly. Cause I think it's you, this, this whole chronotype understanding for this week is really about like, how do you schedule your day to maximize it? Like how, how should you block your day to get the most out of it? I think next week, what I want to talk about is how do you think about when you schedule meetings and how do you think about the different points of projects, right? Because the beginning, middle and end of projects is just as important as understanding the project in total. Mm -hmm. And then also just the, the, the midpoints and the ends and the beginnings of, of, of projects and how important all those things are. I love this. Like I'm having so many light bulbs. This is so helpful. Use some E adjectives if you'd like. This is effervescent. I don't know. <laughs> Enthralling. <laughs> Enthralling. Energizing. En- yeah, energized. But then again, this. I'm hitting my peak. So <laughs> yeah, the exhilaration of it is... Yeah. Enlightening. <laughs> okay, enlightening. we've gone too far. We've gone too far. <laughs> so I think try and understand, really just the takeaway here is try and understand which of the birds you are and try and plan your day with your peak, your trough, and your rebound, knowing what type of work and, and where your brain is at for that space. Yeah, I love it. We'd love for you to connect with us on Instagram too and tell us what you think your bird type is. I what have the urge to do like a, you? like, caca, caca. <laughs> <laughs> Have you even seen a chicken before, Shannon? Oh, my God. A dead one? Maybe that's too (laughs) morbid. So, yeah, tell us on Instagram what you think your bird type is and how this is blowing. If this is blowing your mind, I'm sure it will because it's blowing my mind and how you want to set up your day a little bit differently. With that, I've been Shannon. And I've been Rami. And this has been Workplace Workplace Hubs. Workplace Hubs.